0: Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with your hosts, Jake and Randy. Discussing all things freestyle frisbee and whatever else that comes up. All right. Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. Hey, Randy, how's it going?
1: I'm doing great. Just had a fabulous dinner and uh, getting ready to uh, hear some more from Bill Wright. What's he talking about today?
0: Well, he's going to talk to us more about the Coloradicals and how they approach the game. So I'm really curious uh, to hear.
1: Indeed, indeed. Looking forward to it.
0: So, Bill, you mentioned back in when you were going to the Rose Bowl event and the one that you won, You guys, your attitude was not, we're going to win. It was just, let's put on a show. Was that the common prevailing attitude at the time or were you unique
2: uh you know i i think we were a little bit unique uh, just and and again, it was it was kind of frisbee to me. At least our sense of it was it was very much east coast and west coast, and and there there was they were always kind of you know oh, we're going to show you and kind of you know things like that. But but then you had you know Joey and Richie moving from New York to to Venice, and and you know so there got to be this intermixing of things and stuff like that, and and so uh, but but you know still it was. Uh, you know, I I think I think maybe the competition part thing was was more my head maybe than 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 uh, 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 than other people's. It just really I I never really kind of uh, embraced competition in the same way. You know, I just always always wanted to go out there and and uh, kind of just make a good show and, and do a good performance. And I think that, you know, I, I know playing with Randy and, and stuff like that, that, you know, we, we've, we had that, you know, similar type attitude. You know, we just want to do our thing. We want to do what we've set out to do. And, and uh, uh, so I, I think other people... You know, viewed it differently for sure. But uh, uh, you know, for for us, it was and you know, and for me in particular, I say I would I would say and and I, I think I think and, and and Castilla were, were really on the same level and and uh, uh, that it was just you know it was just about going out there and and you know wanted to, to wanted to show what we can do.
0: So, mm-hmm. do you think that attitude influenced your win?
2: Yeah. You know, I think I think it, you know we we had we had a very uh, <laughs> and I and I think w- all the times that the Coloradicals played together and stuff like that we had a, we had a pretty uh, light-hearted uh, uh, way about us. So you know that it was always like you know Joey would always come up and goes, "How come you guys never like you know are arguing or anything like that? You guys never argue." <laughs> it's like you're like, "Well, you know, uh-huh. I you know I didn't really <laughs> you know." It wasn't really a, what we were looking to do, as our because <laughs> they were they were you know those guys had always kind of bitch at each other a lot and stuff like that and you know, it was like yeah you know that's just we're just we just it's not our way I guess so.
0: Huh. That's that's pretty awesome. I like that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's almost like you guys didn't really have a strategy. You were just doing what felt good, and the other teams maybe were trying to strategize and and uh, it's just different approaches led to yeah, a yeah. different yeah. vibe. Yeah.
2: There was some of that. I, I remember, uh, it was a great one at the, uh, it was at a, became the U.S. Open kind of the the world championships became that, that thing in La Mirada. And, and, uh, there was the, the pick your poison, you know, for, for coming down to the finals, uh, um, the final pool of players. So you you kind of went up and, and you stood up there and you said, okay, I want to play in this position. And if, if you were, you know, seated higher, you got to pick last and, and, uh, Oh, Peter Laubert was so worried about w- where he was going to come play and compared to us uh, that you know it was just driving him crazy. And and then he's, I said, Peter, we're going to play right there. I can guarantee you that that's where we're going to put us. And he somehow just thought that I was just kidding him and 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 you know put pulling it over for him and 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 uh, uh, so he you know ended up putting himself in our pool and and it was wasn't a good thing. <laughs> Uh, that's so interesting so what year was that uh it had to be it might have been eighty four I, 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 yeah because I, I think it was the three of us playing. and we I, it was what the one year I think that we were playing to uh, uh, we had the uh, uh, two, uh the eighteen twelve overture we were playing to and oh uh, yeah we were just like you know uh, we were super confident. And right,
1: like, you were high-flying. I, I don't
2: care where we play. We'll, we, we, it doesn't matter to us. And Right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. interesting
1: that you say that because that pick your poison thing ended up percolating back up in the early 90s, maybe. Yeah, so uh, we did that exact same thing, and there was a team that one did not want to play against another team. And so they were in the position <laughs> to choose where they wanted to go, and it ended up going for an hour where they just kept switching back and forth. And so it, it sort of defeated the whole process and the spirit right. of the pick your poison and so that is where i got the term i said i don't care put me in the hardest pool i'm gonna have to beat you anyways
2: right right Can yeah.
0: explain pick your poison i've never experienced this
2: well it just uh, okay so so you have uh you have the two different pools that play in the semis and and you you're taking the top four out of each pool and uh I think it would go from the eighth seed down. So the eighth seed got to pick where they wanted to play, but the next, the seventh seed could bump them and make them play further up. And so, so it would go down. I don't know why it went back and forth. Or that was was a semi thing, huh? It was a yeah, semi- it was the
1: se- it's a semi. So you would yeah. have. Two so team, you, two two pools of eight.
2: Two pools, and you could. It was. It was about picking which pool you wanted to play in. It was, and I think the the idea was that instead of, you know somebody seeding uh, the the two pools and th- saying you're basically allowing the people that that uh uh that qualified the highest to pick where they wanted to play and so the players were basically picking their own pools uh to some degree but but it ended up yeah you know, some some reason it, it could go back and forth and and, and it, so somebody you know, like a like a uh a high seed bumps a lower seed but that lower seed then wants to move into another pool so he could go back and and bump uh, uh a higher seed of him in another pool to go into that other pool. so that's where you get the back and forth going forever so
1: right it was supposed to sort of reward your play going into the semi so if you played really well and you got a high seed that was going to give you some reward yeah. for picking what pool you were going to play in it actually it came from DDC isn't that where it originated yeah, it could, DDC yeah, it had to pick be, yeah. your poison yeah um, yeah interesting
0: anyway now it's now it's all based on points and wild cards and international committees
2: Deciding I, whether I, it's balanced. Yeah, yeah. I I, I kind of like that better, but um, <laughs> I just I, I I like I like having people with with points going in and stuff like that, and kind of that that relates to the the seed of your team, and and it, it's a little bit more uh, uh, you know objective, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I think objective is important. Yeah. It's also the but the the whole. It took an hour to seed the teams with people arguing. That's I think that right there. It's a problem. (laughs) Well, the problem was you'd have
1: one team who decided not to play in the spirit of what the format was because it was kind of a cool format. It was like, okay, cool, you can kind of pick where you're going, you get rewarded for where you are, but all it took was one team to say, oh, God, I'm going to have to play against that team and then they would just keep flip-flopping and they could filibuster the situation until it just became worthless. And That's why I just throw up my hands and say, just put me in the hardest pool, I don't care. So, Bill, here's another question for you about. Um, so, you know that routine length is a big topic of conversation right now with the community, and I'm wondering, do you think shorter routine lengths would have had a positive or a negative effect on the Coloradicals approach? I'd like to hear your ideas. Yeah,
2: about that. I, I, I really don't think it would have of changed things a whole lot, just because it, you know everything we were doing back there was brand new. If I mean, if we had started out with three-minute routines, then we would have done what we did with three-minute routines. I don't think it really would have uh, of, of changed things. I, I think it was, you know, you, know, you just adapted to what, what was there. So it wasn't, uh, um, I, I don't think it would have uh, uh, made a lot of difference if it would have started that way. I think, think what makes a difference to, to you know, kind of uh, go off that, but it's a different world. Your your senses are being stimulated nonstop uh, by these things, and you have access to seeing these things anytime you want to. So so it's just it's just a different world, and that that's why I've been a you know kind of a, a an advocate of the shorter routines because I think that that's where people's attention span is these days, and you have to you have to kind of go that direction, and you know we see it. Uh, uh, you know, being involved with other sports too, you see it with skateboard and you see it with snowboard that, you know, those, those, uh, uh, those things that are happening are really, you know, they're, they're, minute and a half, you know, for a skateboard routine or their, their, you know, the snowboard half pipe run, you know, th- those things are really short snippets of time that people can kind of, you know, uh, dive into and, and then, uh, you know, either go about their, their way or, or wait for the next, you know, big input of, of stimulus into their brains. But, uh, uh, you know, it was, it was a different world back then. And I, I, I think it's kind of, you know, tough to relate the two.
0: So interesting. So with saw so shorter routines, I kind of I understand what you're saying, and I think I agree with that. Shorter routines helps people with the shorter attention span. You don't have to watch five minutes. You can watch a minute and a half or two minutes or whatever. Um, but I wonder uh, just about the format of our competitions. Like some people think that the format is sacred. And the way we, the way we're structured now, we're, we're basically showing what our sport is, and that it needs to stay that way. But I wonder what you think about um, if that's true, or do you think it's it would be good to change the format in order to draw in a larger audience?
2: I think you got to try anything possible. Whatever we're doing right now really isn't working. You know, it's not. You know, we're not we're not growing. We're not. Uh, we don't have a ton of new people. I. I love to play I'll play till I drop and 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 there there's you know there's nothing going to keep me from that I don't play for the audience really anymore and and I you know don't you know I'd love to see the the sport grow and and get new people into it and stuff like that but if that's your the goal then you've got to try everything possible to try to try to make that happen to try to conceptualize something entirely different, I think would be great for freestyle frisbee to try something brand new. And, uh, you know, uh, and I've been saying this for a while, is that I think that there should be uh, lots more types of competition. You know, there should be a world beach championships. There should be a world indoors championships and a world outdoor championships on grass and on sand. And, and you know, the more opportunities that are created, that some of those events might be kind of sparse in the beginning, but that was the same way with disc golf when, when they started adding divisions and saying, okay, this is, they're going to have a master's division and the senior grandmasters and legends and all these different things. Well, some of those, some of those, categories didn't have very many people at first but they they all are pretty active these days and and you know as competition got tougher people would move out of those those harder divisions and move into the masters divisions and stuff like that and you know not 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 that divisions is the is the answer for freestyle but I think opportunity is the answer and 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 I think that you really need to create different Settings and different opportunities for people, and somebody, you know, with with the the energy uh, and uh, and the uh, innovation, could come up with a, a, a freestyle uh, event that was, you know, I, you know, one of the things that that keeps ringing to me is is clay at uh, pagnello just sitting there and whipping up that super pro event and people were were totally into that and i just thought that that was that that singles freestyle you know big move kind of thing is is has got some potential you know i think that was really uh really exciting for the audience you know it it took a person like clay on the mic to 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 get people there but you know that's that's part of the whole show thing you know freestyle is really it's a show it's an you know it's as much of a, a of a Performance as a, as it is an athletic competition, and so you you need to have that you know that you know, really quality announcer there that that's describing things and 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 helping the audience understand what's going on and into these like little you know single move snippets. I think that that's got that's got some potential, you know, and, and it hasn't been. Uh, exploited as much as it as it could be, I think. So, so I think that there's there's things out there that could be done, and but I think that we'd be remiss to not try everything possible.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree, and um, I love that that personally. I love that single move format. We tried to do something like that at the Superhane. Um, We used Arthur's term, turbo shred, and it was just, you get a throw, you do your hardest move. And so we actually, at our Superhane we had three different events. We had a pairs event, we had the turbo shred event, and then we had a mob up event because we were trying to capture everything that is freestyle. Right. And just anecdotally, I was on the microphone and I could tell that we held the audience's attention longer when we were doing turbo shred
1: than any of the other events. Um, Yeah, there's no doubt that that's much more accessible to an audience. I mean, when you've got... um, routines that are going five minutes, it's gotta be super compelling and super captivating. And, and that is just not the rule. It's really the exception that folks are able to go out there for five minutes and be able to do that.
2: Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, how many, how many, turn, how many of those uh, routines did you see at Worlds? You know, I, I saw, you know, I, I can remember one that, that totally stood out and then, then you know, there, there was a few others, but there was a lot of routines. <laughs> and, and yeah. uh, uh and to to say that there is there is uh you know five really captivating ones uh you know would be would be about about what i saw there so
1: right yeah. and we're the target audience i mean we're about it <laughs> yeah right exactly. the audiences you want to entertain i mean we're into it we love it so i think there's you know we got to pay attention to that that you know when you have the players who are checking out you can only imagine an audience checking out. Yeah.
0: Well and so the other thing is if we change our format and we go to something like a individual event or whatever we go to, if we change the format, it doesn't threaten freestyle as a pastime activity. The way that we all jam won't change.
2: Well, and I and I, I and I keep I, I keep saying, you know, it doesn't mean the other thing needs to go away. You just need to try some other things to see if, if something might become more popular.
1: Right. And I, I think that there is that incremental approach that you could do and, and do yeah. it at Worlds where it's like, OK, let's say that pairs is going to be a shorter length and we're going to try electronic judging with pairs and just do some experimenting and leave the other events as is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think that that's what, you know, whether whether it's throwing one more event in there or, you know, I've been an advocate of, of not having four different, you know, divisions that you compete in because you know you end up getting such spillover from uh from one routine to the next and stuff like that that it, it kind of waters down things a little bit so um yeah to some degree you got to throw shit against the, the fan and see what they're or against the wall and see what sticks so
1: yeah i uh i think it's always like like jake said there's this holding on to tradition that you can't change because it will make what happened in the past invalid and i i don't i don't I, I can see that argument, but it doesn't really hold water for moving forward and trying to grow. At least, I in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I, I I think people understand that there's different times, you know, and and uh, you know that I think I think it actually probably will make those, those the, the 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 past more valid, you know, but you know it, it just depends on on what might catch on. But as a sport, it's young, and 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 you know it it's, it uh, it it deserves a. Uh, it deserves some, some different looks, I think.
1: Totally agree, and uh, I hope that we can at some point embrace trying some new things and, and not get scared of it. Well, that was great to hear Bill's thoughts about different formats and uh, how we might embrace things in the future. So what do you think about that, Jake?
0: Um, I really agree with his his thoughts about trying multiple formats and just trying trying different things to see what sticks. Um, And it was also cool how we've seen that happening at some of the tournaments recently like Frisbeer. So great conversation.
1: Indeed. Well, uh, we will see you next week and we'll continue this journey on together, my friend.
0: Yeah, I look forward to it. Thanks, Randy.
1: All right,
2: bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. Contact us, or for more info, check out our website at frisbeeguru.com. Oh, yeah!